0: Welcome to the Stuff and Junk Show, where we share our opinions on random subjects from interesting news, social topics, pop culture, our likes and dislikes, things we've seen, heard, or read. What we did and what we do, you know, stuff and junk. Hello, my name is Albert. Good me. Um, how do you handle your email? Do you not care, or do you still work with email? I mean, what's going on
1: here? You're talking about my work or personal life? Uh, Both, I guess. Oh, what do you got? Uh, work. And work obviously I answer my emails at work. It's it's, it's my, my Microsoft Outlook, and then I also have a, I have it on my cell phone as well. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I, I carry my my work email on my cell phone all the time, twenty four seven. As far as my personal accounts and stuff, I it's I use basically emails on my uh, my Gmail account basically only as a receipt. You know what I mean? A, a place where it co- collects receipt. You know what I mean? I don't communicate with friends or do anything through the emails. Does that, does that answer
0: your question? I guess it does because I mean a lot of a lot yeah. of kids nowadays Gen Z people and whatnot they they're, they are primarily like social media you know they they chat through iMessage and whatnot they don't yeah, really deal yeah. with exactly. email that much anymore kind of thing mm-hmm. but as an old timer like we are I mean I still deal with email uh, majority of the time is through receipts and whatnot uh, less to do with yeah work. but you
1: actually keep, do you actually keep in touch with friends and family through email and stuff like no that? no it is yeah, all right, social yeah. media yeah.
0: Do you, so is your Gmail like completely full? I mean.
1: No. Oh, that sort of thing. No, no. I keep it very, I I keep it very tight. <laughs> I maybe have only 24, 20, 24 to 30 emails uh, in my Gmail.
0: So you actually make a concerted effort to try and, and delete stuff in your email.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, once something is done, it's kind of done and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I, and also, yeah. So I mostly keep like receipts. Like if you look at my, uh my receipts on my Gmail, my Gmail account right now, it's just this month's like credit card statement or like I paid my property tax and stuff like that. I keep that stuff on it. But let's say for example, next month when it's time for next uh, cycle of credit card receipts, I delete the ones from you know January, December and stuff like that. So it's like, you know half of it would be like long-term receipts, like I said, taxes and stuff like that, tax receipts, but uh, half of it's like month to month receipts and I just delete the previous months. Okay. Does that make
0: sense. No, that makes sense. I I know somebody yeah. who actually had their Gmail full, where they actually got a note from Gmail saying, "Hey, your Gmail is full." Jesus you, Christ! You need to start deleting Uh-oh. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. That's crazy. That is crazy, right? Because yeah. I, I I even looked at my Gmail, right, and 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 I looked to see how much space am I am, am I actually eating up with mm-hmm. my. You know, everybody gets like fifteen gigs of yeah. free space mm-hmm. from Google, right? Like I think mine was only like two gigs or whatever. And this is like yeah, Gmail right. from the very beginning when I used to get when the very first time I got a Gmail,
1: right? Yeah. But I, my my covers my hovers around like one percent, whatever that is. Yeah, and then,
0: and yeah. So so but but the idea that I actually do know somebody who has a full Gmail account, right? Where you should can't receive any more Gmail because it's full.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. You know, it, it's I it, can't imagine,
0: yeah. It, it's like it's kinda of daunting. And which brought me yeah. which brought me back to the whole idea for inbox zero. Have you ever heard of the phrase inbox zero? No. Inbox zero is actually, okay, a lot of people think inbox zeros mean your goal is to try to get zero email in your your inbox, Mm -hmm. right? That's not what inbox zero is. Inbox zero essentially is a philosophy in a way. It's a philosophy Mm -hmm. of not letting letting email control your life in a sense that you have so many email that you can't manage it and you either just ignore it or you try it and spend too much time on it because you're trying to manage it. Right. Because I mean once if you ignore your email, uh, you're gonna miss that important email that you never looked at because you're ignoring it. If mm-hmm. you try to manage it too much, you realize it's eating up so much of your time, it's almost a waste of time to manage mm-hmm. it, Right. So very recently, uh last year actually, because I had I, I had time because I'm at home. <laughs> last year I made a concerted effort to start just deleting things from my email. Like
1: oh, select
0: what? all, delete, select all, <laughs> delete right? Mm-hmm. Like you, after a certain time point, like anything before uh, like a month or two months,
1: I'm deleting it,
0: yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's important, but I'm deleting
1: it, Yeah. right? I don't remember the details, but I do remember it, it bit me in the ass one time where I was, I was looking for an old email that, that I put in the delete box and stuff like that. It's come back and bite me in the ass, but nothing that's earth-shattering and stuff like that. It's I still like to run a kind of a Clean email. You know, I just I don't like that much clutter. You know what I mean? But
0: the but deleting an email, it disappears after a certain point, it's gone from the yeah, trash.
1: After board, like right? 90 days or something like yeah,
0: that. Yeah, you, so, right? you have to you have to archive it if you want to try and possibly save it for the future, just in case it's important. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah, but that's what I did. I, what happened was you know, I didn't wait for that 90-day period, whatever it is. I just I went back and sl- you know, hit select off all the deleted emails. I delete that as well. Because that's how much of, that's how clean I wanted it. And, like I said, a few weeks later or something like that, I thought I remember I needed something like that. I'll have okay. you know?
0: so, so to read it. Okay. So, to go the historical context here, the, the phrase inbox zero actually originated from somebody. His name is Merlin Mann. He wrote a blog post about this in, back in 2007, March 13, 2007, actually, to be specific here, because I'm looking right now. Um, basically, like what I'm telling you, the inbox zero is basically trying to manage your email and not have it control your life. Because back like 15 years ago, it was all about email for everybody, right? Social media yeah. wasn't that big yet, you know. So, so and email was like spam here, spam there, yeah. business and promotions we were, here. I
1: remember when people had to, we were actually charged for text messages and stuff like oh, that. Oh right, that's right. when people, that's oh what people didn't text that much. Yeah, I completely forgot yeah. about
0: that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, I, I, you know, I still know people who pay for text messaging. Like, they have, Get a, out of here. they have like a cheaper, really? they have a cheaper plan. That doesn't count text messaging. So if they use text messaging, they have to pay for it, or they have an allocation of how many that's
1: texts in, they can send. That's in, That's insane. That's just a, such a scam. No, no. Like, you you say
0: you say that, but like yeah. people who have like a whole family of iPhone users, they use iMessage, right? Yeah. So so if they don't intend to text people, they'll get a cheaper plan without texting because they're using iMessage anyway.
1: But I'm saying this is a scam from the phone company. When when people found out that. It literally costs them zero amount more energy or money to send a text message. To, they're just charging just to charge you. I can't imagine people. I don't know. It's just weird to me. Anyway. Okay.
0: Anyways, so yeah. Um, the whole idea for Inbox Zero. If people wanted my advice, because I'm giving, I'm forcibly giving it in this podcast right now. This is my method on how to handle email or inbox or your inbox. If you have thousands of email in your inboxes or inbox because I have multiple inboxes. I don't know about you, but I have multiple inboxes with multiple accounts. Right? I have I have account for personal, I have a I have a personal Gmail account. I have a business Gmail account. I have a spam Gmail account. And then I have like a multi purpose Gmail account, which I, which is what I use with you guys. Like you don't even know my personal Gmail account. Put it that way. <laughs> okay. It's quite a mystery. It's literally just like like immediate family only. And I never get spam in that one for obvious reasons, right? So you have a spam email account that you use when you want to sign up for some kind of promotion or whatever, right? You have, sure. a, you have a business email account where it's for work stuff kind of thing, right? And then you have like a multi-purpose account. It's, it's kind of like in between everything. Uh, anyways, so um, if you have thousands of email in your inbox or inboxes right now, spend the time, hours, or day to archive anything older than two months. That's my rule. Two months. Why two, not not one or three? Because you might have something important to read that's, that's two months old. You know, it's there. Uh, one method to wade through the, all that email is to use the search function of Gmail. Just type in 2020, 2019, 2018, 2017, whatever year you want. Gmail will show you every mail that came up from that year. Click on the button, select all, delete. Right? Or archive. You really are concerned about it, archive it. You know, but once again, they, they, they eat up space. So there's that. After that, you'll have a smaller amount of email to go through. So the philosophy of inbox zero is that you don't have to read or reply to everything, but you need to be able to manage it. So learn to use Gmail's functionality. So I'm assuming everybody uses Gmails. I know that's not true. Some people use other stuff too, but just for the simplicity sake, Gmail. Uh, first off, leave email in your inbox if you are sure that you will get to it within a day of receiving it, right? If not, archive it for mail that you are done with, but with the option of having it searchable for that just in case situation, like what you're talking about, uh, mail from friends, family, work related stuff. Archive it. You know, you might come back, you might need it. A receipt kind of thing. You might mm-hmm. need it, so archive it. Delete, delete for mail that you are sure you are never going back to. A lot of the promotional email, just delete it. A lot of like the, the here's the offer for today, delete that. Uh, updates from people you subscribe to, delete that. Uh, these are like uh, aggregated stuff from from this newsletter that you subscribe to. Just delete that. You know, there's I'm sure there's a website version for that that you that you can refer to. So just delete that. Snooze. This is the most important one. Snooze for mail that you want to answer or read at a different time. Now, how do you handle for those kind of things, Jamming? Like like those kind of stuff where it's like, well, that looks kind of important, but I, I don't have time to read it. What well, what do you do?
1: Actually, because I have so few little emails and stuff like that. I just leave it. I just leave it alone, and then the next day, because I'm in front of my computer at work all day, so I I, I go back and forth between my work and my personal. I take a look at it, think about it. Yeah. After a while, just, it's time for it. I just leave it. Okay. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, for me, yeah. if like if, if I receive something, like let's say an Amazon package receipt, right, and I say, oh, your 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 package will be delivered in two weeks or whatever, or well, Amazon probably like five days. Right. Yeah. So what I'll do is because I want to have that receipt, even though it's available on my Amazon thing. Uh, what I'll have to do is I'll put it on snooze. I'll snooze it for the day off where I'm supposed to receive the package, right? So mm-hmm. it's it's in the back of my head. You know that the email will pop up the day off again, and then it'll remind me, oh, I'm supposed to receive a package, kind of thing. So that's what I do with those kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So or like like if there's like a, a save the date kind of thing, I'll just like snooze it for that date I'm supposed to save. So that way, it'll pop up again when it's relevant. Plus, there's a right. sn- there's a snooze folder in your Gmail, so you can look and see what what upcoming email that you snooze. So for mail that you want to answer or read at a different time, or for email with a promotion that you have to take, that you want to take advantage of in the future that has an expiration date, like coupons in the email, whatever. Some people might want to ask, want, we want to use the task function as an alternative? Sure, but I'm not one of those people, so um, I use snooze. So yeah. news is quite important. Yeah. Use news. Uh, star star, which is one thing that I hardly ever use, but I don't use that at all. Yeah, but I I kind of figured out what I will use it for. It's for mail that that you deem super important to keep, mm-hmm. but but you have a high bar of what you consider super important. Star it, right? Star it and then archive it, right? That way, when you want to look at your star stuff, you can just go to the star folder and then you can see your star stuff, right? And usually for this, it's like. Like I have a friend who sent me a, a screenplay, right? I, th- I think you can guess who that is. Who sent me a screenplay sure. and then I'm like, well, I'll read it eventually, but I, I'm not going to read it all the time. Download the, download the PDF, but I want to keep that email just in case. I start. I start and then leave it alone. And so that way I don't have to worry about it. And then of course, the mo- one of the most important ones, block, report spam, report phishing. Gmail does a good job of removing spam automatically, but for the ones it misses, use this function. Mm. Right. Yeah. Also unsubscribe, which I think is... Is it, is it new? Because I think I only I only noticed it last year. I haven't noticed it at all, actually,
1: to be honest.
0: Okay. Well, there's also the an yeah. unsubscribe feature. Also unsubscribe yeah. for as many sources as much as possible, which will also eliminate having more email than necessary. Okay. So, But yeah. that, that takes a lot of work if you're going through every single thing you subscribe to. So there's that. Um, there is... Gmail does have the function to have automatic folders where they tell you like, oh, all airplane stuff go here, all... Amazon stuff go here I don't really use that because Gmail by itself never convinced me that it works that well so I and so I don't use it which brings it to uh, me lamenting on the facts that this is other email service called inbox by Gmail. Have you heard of it? No Inbox by Gmail was released years ago and I loved that, that inbox that, that email service and this is by Gmail also. So Gmail had Gmail and Inbox by Gmail. Inbox by Gmail was the, was the place that actually uh, popularized the snooze function. They had that. They also popularized uh, categorizing your, your receipts to a receipt folder, your airplane tickets to, a, to an airplane ticket folder. They're the ones that actually manage your email. And it was fantastic. Hmm. But because Google is Google, They decided, you know, we'll take some stuff from Inbox and then toss it to Gmail. It's not the same. It's not the same. The snooze function works as well as Inbox did, but the the, the way that Inbox categorizes stuff is much more superior than how Gmail does it. From what I've seen a year or two years ago when Gmail was trying it. So I don't know if it is now, but I never bought it anymore, so there's that. But yeah, I miss Inbox by Gmail, but if you only have email by Gmail... Email by Gmail—that's confusing. Uh, There we go. Those are my recommendations on how you can handle your email email so that it isn't overwhelming for people who actually need to manage their email.
1: Yeah. And also, here's my recommendation. I just realized listening to all this, I don't have that much happening. I don't have that many. I have a handful (laughs) of friends. I don't travel that much. I don't have that. I don't have that many emails and stuff. And another little thing I, I do here's a little trick because, like I said, I have I. I have work, obviously. This is dumb, but what I do is sometimes if I get an important email or uh, like a receipt, sometimes I just print it out. You know what I mean? It's on the it's on the company's account, so I just print it out. Oh. I have a little folder here. I throw it in there. That's another that's another easy way to delete something. But yeah, you but, know what I mean?
0: But that's a, that's a printed thing. Now you have to like recycle it. Also, you have to do all the yeah, extra fine. extra work to get rid of I it. Throw,
1: I, I put in a folder. And I throw in a box, I have boxes going back years and stuff like that. I'm all just right. saying. Okay.
0: I'm saying. I am just that. I don't know. So to me, printing it out seems like it's more hassle because then now you have to like, where did I put that coupon?
1: You know. Yeah. At, at least, but I'm really old. I'm really old. I like something can't. I like something that that's on my. I can feel and touch. You know what I mean? Oh, on fair me
0: enough. I mean, at, at least Gmail has a search function. The search function has been so useful. Like you just type in a few words if you're looking for an email, then it'll pop up. Like if you still have it archived, right? And that has been so useful for me. So I use yeah. the search function a lot.
1: I'm just saying make less friends. have less things happening. <laughs> just
0: relax. Well, I have to be friends, yes. I will do it with all the businesses you buy stuff from, t-shirts or Amazon stuff or, you know, Patreon subscriptions and all that stuff. All that stuff. have less things happening is all I'm saying. Okay. Well, apparently I have too many things happening with me then. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. Hopefully that was that was useful for you listeners. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert. You can find me at Twitter and Instagram at Albert Five by Five.
1: There you go. And you can find me on Twitter, J-I-A-M-I-G-L-O-U. G L O U.
0: I I'm still debating whether I should stick with five X, by five or five X, X fine. five. Or, Just
1: say five by five. People are trained after most of our listeners are in Southern California. They've been saying four by four or three by three for for in and out burgers all this time. It's fine.
0: Okay. Well, if you're a listener who just like, I thought your, your Instagram was albert5by5 5 5, because you keep saying albert5by5, 5 5, uh, get back to me and tell yeah. me if, yeah. if I'm wrong.
1: That's not how language works. All right. That's fine. <laughs> uh,
0: leave a comment on Twitter at StuffJunkShow or Facebook.com slash why. Leave a voicemail if you dare. Uh, show your support. There are free options. Head over to whowhatwhereeswhy.com slash support to find out how music has been provided by the White axis all the links and information can be found on whowhatworstwire.com as well as the show notes. Before we go, let me give you guys a recommendation. Um, I recently watched the, uh, I don't know, how do we call it, TV special, movie, documentary. Uh, it's called Derek Delgadio's In and Off Itself. It's available currently right now on, on Hulu. And it is one of the most wonderful things I've ever seen recently. It's It's truly fantastic. I don't want to say too much. Uh, Derek Delgadio is kind of like a magician, so he does do magic tricks in the show, but it's not focused specifically on that. Uh, essentially, I don't know how to—I don't know how to describe the show without spoiling it, though. But it does have something to say, and I think what it says is pretty important, pretty relevant, pretty insightful. It, it's a wonderful show. It's only an hour and a half long. Uh, it's essentially a stage show from New York that was that was filmed in I don't know 2016 to 2018 I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a it was a pretty big hit in New York to the point where like celebrities were trying to get tickets to go see it because they hear so much about it. And after watching it, I can see why it was a big hit. Yeah, what a f- wonderful experience! If you give give yourself the chance to watch Derek DelGadio's in and off itself, Veilbone Hulu. Uh, I don't think you would be disappointed check it out yeah. it's fantastic it's only an hour and a half of your time and it's fantastic it's just a stage show on film kind of like Hamilton Not, there's no musical stuff but okay. it's a stage show on film and it's, it's fantastic alright Derek Delgado's in and of itself Watch it on Hulu this was episode 395 of the Stuff and Junk show thanks for joining us until next time this has been a podcast on the Who What Worst Why
1: Network until next time America
0: Did you get to see the snow? Was there, like, was there was supposedly there was snow? Here? Uh, Hold on. Jessica, What? did you say it's snowed in Pomona? We saw snowflakes. In Pomona? Uh huh. There you go. Oh Je- my gosh. She's, she saw snowflakes in Pomona.
1: Oh my God. Are you sure it was just white people, Republicans complaining? Those kind of snowflakes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>